I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of ButcherBox, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis. And at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the MAGAverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional mega church. We are here. Lord, we are here. And we're ready, ready to Hiya, I'm Hallie Laban, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every single week we give our mega church. Just a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and our community. Ooh, it is a true treat and it is a treasure. Well, per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Grayhaz, everybody. Dab for the Father, dab for the Son, dab for the Holy Ghost, Hallie. <laughs> How are you? Oh, that's cool what you're doing with your arms every time you say dab. Yeah, that's a new thing the kids are doing right now. Awesome. It's really popular and I've awesome. kind of gotten into it. It looks yeah. cool. So how was your week, my brother? Well, I did catch a bunch of my teens coming to Climax playing Spin the Bottle. Oh, no. I know. Where? You know, they were actually in the drained baptismal jacuzzi in the main auditorium. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Well, what'd you do? Well, you know, I just said, get out of there, you lollapaloozas, and uh, I shoot them off, <laughs> and I, you know, I 
got that bottle away from them, which I don't even know where they got it. But, you know, unfortunately, Hallie, I dropped the bottle as I was getting out of the jacuzzi Uh and it broke. So (gasps) we might want to tell the facilities management, you know, they, before they fill it back up this weekend, they oh, might yeah. want to sweep up the glass. Yeah, I would hate for someone to get chunked when they get dunked. That's right. That's oh, right. my goodness. But, you know, Hallie, in bigger news, <gasps> I uh, I am in the final round of my interviews for the reality show God's House I mentioned last week. Oh, you're going to be on TV. Well, I'm very close. You know, Hollywood producer Biff Mifflin of Hand of God Productions, uh, you know, he brings 12 Christian singles, puts them on an island, and see if they can all end up married and expecting by the end of the month for the chance to win a million dollars. So that's cool. I've had one small problem, though, Hallie. Oh, with your girlfriend, Buka DeBepo? Well, uh, Becky DeBepo, she's my fiance. Um, I told her about it, and she said she wouldn't allow it. Oh. And... I just had to put my foot down, Hallie. I said, you know, I am not the head of the household yet, but I'm pretty close. And I am making this decision. And if I get this, I'm going. Oh, what'd she say? Well, she said, well, I'm going. She's going on the island? Oh, no, Hallie. She's saying, like, I'm leaving. Oh, she's breaking up with you. Well, she can't really do that because I really talked it down and I just said, hey, look, Becky, this is a way that God can really test our relationship because, you know, if, if he puts me on this island with these awesome Christian, beautiful other five Christian singles and the perfect test for the relationship, so. Oh, wouldn't there be six girls if it's 12 making um, six couples? Oh, yeah. I guess I was thinking of something else. How are you, Hallie? Oh, I'm so happy. It's June. It is busting out all over. I love June because we always do a series at Twin Hills about God's promises. I love that. And this June, all month long, we're doing a series called Let God Bless Them, where we're diving into God's promises and how he blesses his people. And we're going to be focusing on the great flood and how God promised to never destroy the earth by flood ever again. And he used the symbol of a rainbow to symbolize such a beautiful promise to never, ever. He only did it once. It's such a horrible genocide to destroy everyone, almost everyone he created. I know, on the whole such a bummer earth. that he did that one time. But the beautiful symbol of the rainbow says he'll never do it again. Awesome. And so for Let God Bless Them Month, we decided to make all of these beautiful rainbow banners. We put them all over campus in the children's ministry, in the gym, in the atrium, in the cafeteria, in the food court, all over outside on our campus, on our website. It's these beautiful rainbow flags. And I know. I loved it. When I drove in the other day, it was like Willy Wonka or something. It's happy, right? It's great. It's joyful. And then Friday night, I get a call frantic that the rainbow flags are a symbol of Gay Pride Month. What? And lead pastor Steve was like, take them down, take them down, take them down. I have never heard We had to call all these volunteers, take them all down. I had to go down to Brett Schmitz in the props department and say, I know you just did all these rainbow flags. We got to change it up and we got to do it now. We have less than a day till we start this series. So let's just do the name of the series. I mean, they took Menudo. I can't believe they took the flag. So Brett gets to work and he starts making huge banners and flags to replace, you know, the whole theme for the month of June. And we were just going to put up, let God bless them month. And we're going to leave them up for the whole month. Well, he didn't have a lot of supplies. So Brett had used so much stuff on the rainbow flags and banners that he didn't have very many left. So he had to abbreviate it. He ended up making a whole bunch of flags and banners that said, um, LGBT month for let God bless them month. Right. And then turns out that's a gay thing. What? Yeah. The sandwich? No, you're thinking of a BLT or a BLTA. What's the A? Avocado. Oh, yeah, that is a big guy. 
So we end up with all these LGBT month flags and banners and ads all over campus and all over the place. And we're like, oh, 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 stop again, stop again. Get the same volunteers. Take them all down, take them all down, take them all down. We're just not going to have any advertising, which was a bummer. That is. But then uh, Steve started the series this weekend with Let God Bless Them. And he was talking about the rainbow and God's promise to not destroy. And um, it was really bizarre, Gray. Up in one of the balconies, a water main broke and flooded the G balcony with over 50,000 gallons of water. And the people up there started panicking. They thought it was the second great flood. Okay, that is a God thing. Just kind of reminding us that he could kill everyone if he wanted to. But everyone in the auditorium, well, besides the people who raced out of the G section in the balcony, everybody else looked up at that and they saw it and they trusted God's promise. They didn't run out. They stayed for the rest of the message. And... I think that moment of trusting God's promises, you know what? That is something we can really take pride in this month. Amen. Hey, listener, it's Zach Harper, Amin Hassan, and Anthony Mays of Cinephobe. You may be asking yourself, what is Cinephobe? Amin, would you like to fill in the people? Cinephobe is the podcast where Zach and I watch movies that are poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes and try to ascertain... I'll try to ascertain? Yes. Okay. Ascertain. Whether or not they're accurately poorly rated, or maybe they didn't get a fair shake. Cinephobe, produced by this guy, Anthony Mays. Hey, that's me. I produced this show. I also watched the movies, even though that wasn't included in the description, and I also ascertained. This month is... Wow! Oh, oh, Maze, why'd you say that? Supercharge it. (laughs) So that this promo can remain evergreen. I feel like explaining a little bit more. In 60 seconds? I don't know. Maybe I don't bring attention to it. Assuring people like, look, if you listen, you're going to get it. Just give it give it time. That's a good promo. Just listen to it. Give it time. You'll figure it out. Is this the promo right now? Isn't it? Okay, I think we got it. Cinefo. Wherever you get podcasts. (laughs) Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, the comedy podcast, you get a belly full of laughs and a head full of real information. Our gallimaufry of expert guests answer questions on stuff adults need to know. I have mold in my dwelling. What do I do? What's gerrymandering? What happens chemically when I fall in love? How do I handle a parent-teacher conference? What are microbes? Listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. Solve problems, get laughs. Because I really value truth, misinformation, 
really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis, and at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the megaverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just like Jesus broke bread with his disciples, our guest today breaks out the snacks in my favorite ministry at Twin Hills Community Church. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my true pleasure to introduce Mr. Rusty Cabinets. Well, you guys, longtime listener, I guess not first time caller, just first time sitting down with you guys, I guess. Is that what people say? And yes, and I can't believe we haven't had you on sooner because you came with snacks. I did, oh. I did. And I also, so I brought a bevy. I just brought a, a wicker basket. Oh, um, as yes. you know, they're all over the place here at the church. And yes. sometimes I just grab Classic. one if I need it to take some things home or to get something across the campus. But I, uh, I also have a little treat for both of you guys. I've gotten to know so many people here, you know, and I know what they like, I know what they don't like, I know what they're allergic to, which is also very important. And I just kind of hid away a little special something for both you guys here uh, here at the church. Okay. Oh, great. You are always driving me nuts with all your diets, and you're on the keto, and you're eating the Atkins, and you have all your Luna bars. Right, and yeah, totally. Allie, this guy was only eating Luna bars for one month, and he- oh told me i hope you don't mind Greg. Oh, I go in. It, not at all you were eating so many luna bars you said that your your movements were were red well yeah i mean i guess i do mind if you say that this oh. i mean it's not what i thought you were gonna say and they weren't lunar bars they were friggin i mean i have had those before the pack with sugar and estrogen so i'm not gonna like eat a lot of that but, but that was like your thing you're such a health guy i mean look at you you're right right totally. you're, you're yeah, cut. CrossFit. yeah you got that v you got the big v. you're like a capital v oh, you got a v neck and a capital v shirt and a v body Ooh. uh but so anyway this guy was just always pounding down luna bars i had like two of them well two two in the morning and then two at lunch and then a sensible dinner that's what you told me but now your thing are these seaweed chips, or do you call them crisps? Uh -huh. uh, yeah, right. In Australia, we call them crisps, yeah. And then so they're seaweed crisps, and so I spent months. He just kept – it was email, text, and, and then uh, letters um, you know, under my windshield wiper. Like, when am I going to get seaweed crisps? When am I going to get seaweed crisps? And my friend, I drove all the way to the Costco in Granger. Whoa. Wow. And I filled my 2014 Nissan Versa Note – to the brim with the entire end cap of seaweed crisp. I'm telling you, the Versa note, the bumper is dragging on the freeway all oh the way home. Goodness. They're, they're all sitting in my apartment right now. I just got to bring them over for you. Anyway. 
great. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, you should you should have brought one. I mean, they're just you know a little box. So oversight on my part because they're in the pallets. So I have the wood. They're on the wood. I've stubbed my toe a few times on it, but that's okay because I bend over backwards and forwards just to get snacks for the people that want them. That's right. I guess we have blown the lead here, which is um, Rusty Cabinets is in charge of our snack ministry Mm -hmm. here at Twin Hills. He's a full-time staff member. And, uh, you know, some of us would kind of think that that is, you know, kind of amazing that you can fill an eight-hour to 10-hour day uh, just providing snacks for a church this size. But I think it is awesome. And I just want to go on record as saying I've only had two Luna Bars. I'm not really sure if if something kind of got lost in translation there. But I'm really excited about the seaweed snack. Thanks so much. We don't need to talk about Luna Bars anymore. Thanks. I mean, great. This means these seaweed crisps, they could show up in all the leadership meetings coming up, you know, in any of our like midweek services backstage in the green room, on the weekend services, in the climax green room. I mean, they could start showing up anywhere and everywhere. I know. That is so great. And the reason, you know, also I want to say the reason I don't really like Luna Bars is because they really have got a lot of sugar. And um, apparently if you eat too many of them, you, you can. And uh, men can start lactating, which I don't want to do. Is that so, right? Yeah. Well, and that's one of the things you came up to me and you said, I'm eating all these Luna bars, two in the morning, two in the afternoon, occasionally one before dinner. And then you have a, you would say you had a sensible dinner. My makes are red and my chest hurts. My chest hurts. Uh, this, I just like think something's lost in translation in? here because, you he know. Was, he was wearing two shirts at the time, which I, I, I've never, you usually have such a deep V. I've never noticed you wearing an undershirt. So I just. I highly assumed milk was coming out. Wow. I mean, did you not know there was estrogen in there, Gray? I've been having a lot of goji berries, so that might be the thing. I just don't understand uh, how all this got con- confused. I'm going to make a mental note on, on goji berries as well. I don't know. I don't fully know what they are, but I, I'll figure it out. I know. I never know that stuff like the acai berries and the bowls and everything. I'm always like, what is this fancy stuff? It must be for the coastal elites. So, Rusty, how did you get into snacks? I was a bit of a troubled youth. Oh, really? Yeah. I was always in trouble in school. I actually couldn't be a part of Climax. um, Oh, right. Because I was in, you can call it, jail but it was juvenile jail juvenile detention um you know you've probably seen it it's up on the hill it's the red brick building probably the color of the makes oh yeah from the luna bars Uh, you know that that is what exactly what you described you said the the building up on the hill and i said oh i know it well i don't even know what you're saying makes anyway so you were in the tiny fella slammer which is what we call it in australia and you, you were there how did you find uh, Christ and snacks specifically, were you doing things around the church that, that got you in the Tiny Fellow Slammer? Well, when I was in the Tiny Fellow Slammer, I, you're you're up on the hill and there are bars on the window. And, you know, it's actually called the, what they refer to it now as the Student Opportunity Center, the oh. SOC. And the uniform is a white shirt, slacks, they take your belt and your shoelaces, and they just give you the opportunities to be what you should, you, you should be something else. That's what the opportunity is. Like you, you what you're doing is bad. And what I was doing in regular school, I was popping ketchup packets in the bathrooms. I sprayed Gogurt all over a nunnery, the local nunnery down the road. Um, a lot of actually, weirdly enough, snack-based crimes. Well, Rusty, I have a snack-based question, and there's a moral side to it as well. Because when you were talking about Gray's milk coming in to his, well, I, I was assuming it the word you were using what he's saying was um, to, referring to his nipples, I think, is if I'm extrapolating. And it made me think of nips. 
those nips. And I, I have, I wanted to ask you because you're the expert. I'm going to be very honest with you. I've wanted to pick them up when I'm in the cracker and cookie aisle in the grocery store, but I just don't know if that's a God honoring snack choice because why is it called nips? And is that going to cause us to stumble in the flesh and think about maybe some body parts we shouldn't be focusing on? You know what I mean? Hallie, I'm 100% picking up what you're putting down. You're 100% correct to stray from nips because okay. of such a tempting name. And let's be honest, suggestive packaging. Hello. Okay. Hello. Uh-huh. We're trying to be here at a Target or a Kroger's. We're not at a, you know, a Amsterdam. Oh, right, right, right. One of like these that. strip clubs. I know. But I'll tell you what. There is a Russian market down on Atwood. Mm-hmm. And they sell Norps. Okay. And I tell you what, you can't tell the difference. Don't, don't even look at Nips. Okay. Okay. Don't look okay. at them. I'll yeah, get you Norps, good. and you won't. I, uh, you won't know the difference. I forgot. I have, have your treat coming. We That's go right. down this road. I'm talking about Gray and his red red makes. I completely forgot to tell you about your treat. So the boys in the light booth, Ooh. they needed a new mini fridge for their sugar free Red Bulls. Okay. And so we flipped out that mini fridge. And I have the old mini fridge for you (gasps) full of your Activia yogurts. Oh, my goodness. And I can keep it in my office right here on campus? It's already in there. Oh, my. I'm so excited. This is like Christmas morning. I had to wait for a moment where I knew that you wouldn't be in there because I didn't want It's also, they say it's a mini fridge. It's a heavy Mm. object. Mm -hmm. You know, they say mini, like gray, you know, on, on the keto and the... And the seaweed mm-hmm. and the Atkins and, and, the, and the, all the Luna bars that you're eating, it's probably very easy for you to lift that mini fridge right up over your head. It's just insane that this has come back. And what I guess I would love to know is what are Steve's favorite snacks? Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh my goodness. Steve. I mean, do you think, am I allowed to, to oh. really tell? They're not even telling tales. Do you think he would mind? I don't think he would mind. It's not like he's got a palette of nips up there. That's not it's not his That's style. A, well, well no, he's probably he not having Luna bars, and neither am I. So, I mean, this is privileged information. When he's up there and he's preaching, uh-huh. and he's delivering the word, whether it's on Sunday morning, uh-huh. whether it's uh, during the second service on Sundays if the first one sells out, mm-hmm. whether it's if he's popping over to climax for a little bit, uh-huh. if uh-huh. you know he's doing a random Monday night, it's all about power mm. and fuel. He views okay. everything as fuel it's awesome. energy okay. me too and so he has a routine oh. and it's a peppermint tea oh for the vocal cords yeah of course with a with a dash of honey okay it's one ricola oh to lubricate the vocal cords okay and one sepical throat lozenge oh. after that wow to to double lubricate really specific. and then really all that he eats is trail mix is really? that right which one it's the Kirkland brand, Kirkland brand Tramex. Really? Oh, oh so the trashy kind. Oh, I love anything Kirkland brand. Love it. Well, I really appreciate the mini fridge. This mm-hmm. is going to be so exciting. And, and the fact that you know, I feel so known and seen and loved in this Christian community. The fact that you know I like those specific yogurts because I had a real problem with yeast. It came with my first delivery of my first child. Oh, he had thrush mm-hmm. where his mouth filled up with a yeast infection oh. as a baby that then transferred to my... I'll call them Norps. Mm-hmm. What a nightmare. Um, and then I've continued to have a real yeast problem, and there's nothing that works better than those specific Activa uh, yogurts. And also, for any of the women out there listening, you can also microwave your underpants. I'm praying for the yeast of these right now. Now, Rusty, forgive me if this is too personal of a question, but I feel like we're really good friends. And um, 
I, I just, I, I, I want to keep you on my prayer list, my brother, and always be, you know, lifting you up to our Heavenly Father real specifically. I was just curious, what was it that got you put in the juvie slammer? What did you do? Were you troubled? Were you killing animals? Did you, uh, what was it? It was a series of, I would say, childhood mischief that just added up to an insurmountable amount of offenses that I just had to be put away. Uh, the, my main calling card was popping ketchup packets in the bathroom. Oh, they can put you in jail for that. Because I just did it so many times, and I wasn't caught red-handed, but I was caught red-footed. Because when you do, sure. when you pop ketchup packets in the bathroom, you're not doing it with your with your hands, which is, uh. it just doesn't get the desired effect. You lay them out on the ground. And you usually go into the handicap stall just because it has more space, and you really just stomp around. And so you, so you're just in school popping ketchup packets in a bathroom, and that's it. It started. It started in school. It did. It did start in school, and then it just got a little too vanilla. Oh, what bathroom are you popping them in? Uh, Delia's. The strip club. The strip club. Yes. In Noblesville. Yes, the strip club in Noblesville. Delia's. I would go in. I had a trench coat and a hat. And, and in the pockets of the coat and also in the hat were hundreds and hundreds of ketchup packets. It's just so awesome. It's such a God thing that you found your passion, which which was, you know, snacks is what led you down this, this path mm-hmm. that really wasn't positive. And then you were able to somehow find your way out of the bathroom of the strip club and out of, you were able to find yourself out of the bathroom and into the little fella slammer and then out of the little fella slammer into what I'm assuming is this job. And, you know, I just think that that's the positive story that we should focus on, which is you've left all that behind and we don't need to really get into that. It's a God thing. It really is a God thing. It is a God thing. And, it was when I was at the Student Opportunity Center, the little fella slamma, and I'm looking down. I could see the window from my room. I could look down, and I could see events like Climax going on outside. You guys would have bouncy castles. And, oh, totally, yeah. This one of my favorite, Jump for Jesus. Yeah, and water balloon fights, and, and the game when the, the little baby pool is filled with marbles and that you try to pick them out with your toes and put them in a bucket. I could see that from my perch. Oh, yeah. That's um 30 pieces of silver toe toss. And it just looked... So fun to me. And I'm at this place I'm lost. They have my belt. They have my shoelaces. Oh, no. And I just don't know which way is up. And they finally let me out. I don't really have much family. I don't have many friends because oh. I didn't oh. make friends in the little fella slammer. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah I wonder why. And I wander down and the church doors are open. They're wide open. And I tell you what, in that moment, I needed two things. I needed the father uh-huh. and a belt. Because I think I remember this. You came and your pants were around your ankles and everybody was like, ah, oh, there's a flasher here. They, they did. My pants were always down because I do. I have a little bit of pudge from the snacking. I don't have a lot. But when you're in the Little Fella Slamma, you get no snacks. Oh, and no. so I lost about 56 pounds. Whoa. And my pants were, yeah, they were just around my ankles constantly. Now, why did they take your belt and your shoelaces in the first place? Oh, just so you won't kill yourself. Right. Are you married? I'm not married, no. I would like to say I'm married to my work. Uh, I want to make sure everyone, I mean everyone, has the snacks that they need. And that's what I'm married to right now. Because I'll tell you what, you thought Jesus was mad when he was flipping tables in the temple. You have not seen Vacation Bible School when they run out of animal crackers. That's a mess. Oh, sure, sure. Well, well, 
yeah, yeah. Well, I do want to talk about the th- the instance that happened last week when you got a bit mad about the Oreo minis because I uh. just don't, you know, I don't eat sweets, but uh, after you brought all those snacks into Climax and uh, for some reason, Hallie, you know, you don't know this, but some of my kids were taking the Oreo minis. They were unscrewing them, as they say, and they put the Oreo minis on the eyeballs and they walk around and they go, look, I've got cookies as eyes. Look, I'm, a, you know, I'm dead. Look, um, you know, I, I, I look like a freak of nature or something. And then uh, Rusty came in and basically went, I don't know what that all was, but I just thought it was a bit of an overreaction and, again, uh, a bit disturbing because, for some reason, you still didn't have your belt on, so I'm not really sure what that went. You don't like it when people play with the snacks? I don't like it when people play with the snacks. And, and for the belt thing, I have a bit of a nickel allergy, and the belt that I was wearing that day, it had nickel on the, on the metal. So then I get a rash on my belly. So that's why I wasn't wearing the belt that day. And, yeah, for your, great, they're great teens. They're great kids. You know, I don't... It, when does Climax start? Is it? Do you have to be a teen or can you be 12? Uh, you can. Well, we have one 12-year-old, unfortunately, but yeah, usually 13. This is a, a tangential question. When you flush in your house, does it go the other way? It's just insane that this would even come up because I don't even know where you're going back because you were the guy that came in with your trousers around your ankles yelling about Oreo minis and you had the craziest rash I've ever seen anybody had. It actually looked like a burn victim. So I don't know why we're talking about... A, a, a toilet right now because a toilet is not what we're talking about. I'm wanting to address the the issue of, you know, you trying to discipline these teens that really aren't in your purview. Okay, Rusty? And you've, that rash was insane. I mean, it really was covered in, it was like it had pus on it or something. It was very pussy and I what I had to do, and this is on me, I should have I should have let the cream dry before coming in. I, I had my shirt up and around over my neck and so the shirt was almost like a backpack. Pants down. Right. I'm covered in cream. Yeah, you're doing redneck summer tank top. Exactly. That's exactly what it's called. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Thank Because that would have been on the tip of my tongue, and it would have driven me crazy all day. But yeah, I came in, and I really, I probably poked a few of them in the eye, because I'm ripping the minis off of their eyes. And, and they they put the cream. What I don't get, what I don't get, and maybe this is something you can bring that, back to them, they, they weren't even enjoying the cream. They had it stacked a mile high on the table, so now the tables are are covered in Oreo cookie cream and the cookie. That's the, the best cookies part. Are, exactly. What are these kids? I don't know what you're teaching these kids at Climax, making one of your red makes. What? I No, I wasn't. Listen, I don't know. Just the, the inmates ran the asylum that day and, and they were just not eating cookies the right way. I mean, they were being yelled at by a, a guy who literally was an inmate. So, I, you know, I, I guess that does check out. But I feel you. I wasn't an inmate. I was in the student opportunity center. I was in the student opportunity center where I needed new opportunities. The only opportunity I didn't have was to kill myself because they took my belt and my shoelaces. You know what, Rusty? Speaking of pussy cream... Uh, We're not. He, what are we talking about? Pussy cream? Well, he had to lather it on the rash because oh. of the nickel uh, allergy. In fact, while well, I'm thinking about it, Rusty, because you did the mini fridge for me, I'll tell you what. I might bring you one of my husband, Lance Labonte. He has some braided belts that just tie. See? They go around themselves almost like a, a necktie and there's no... Um, clasp so i'm gonna and he hasn't been wearing them because um he's atkins now and he only eats pure animal protein he won't even know if one of them's missing i'm gonna bring you one but speaking of pussy cream why not um i also had to really lather it on um you know almost my entire body when i was really plagued with these yeast infections which i think you've cured me of with the yogurt hey okay rusty 
Is that a bolo tie? It is. It is a bolo tie. Congratulations. Thank you. If you can wear that without trying to kill yourself. It's cute. Thank you so much. That is kind of why I got into it. It's really hard to um, to hold a, a full neck on a pipe, which I've learned. And I find that the temptation is gone for me then. And I just frankly love the way that they look. I want to ask you real quick before we leave the Oreos, another snack-related moral morality question is, with these new Oreo flavors where they make the cream part um, mint, peanut butter, jelly belly flavored, all create the, the, I'm like, this is pure craziness. I mean, should we stick with a regular old-fashioned Oreo or is it okay to branch out with these wild flavors? Now, as long as Oreos are being eaten the right way, and I'm mostly looking at i'm not looking at hallie when i say that making sure that oreos are eaten the right way because i think you you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean you know whatever Mm -hmm. you know who should eat them the right way how they should eat the right way you twist lick dunk eat that's That's how you eat oreos that's exactly right and you don't throw any nonsense in there you don't put cookies on your eyes you don't cream the table right you cream your tongue, yep. then you eat that cookie. And it's got to be cow's milk. It can't be any of these nut milks that these coastal elites like. Exactly. And speaking of nut milks. And also, I just do have to give full disclosure. My husband, Lance Labonte, because he's paleo, he loves these nut milks. And Hallie, I, I'm glad you brought up Lance because that reminds me. I have been um, out in the back parking lot squeezing almonds uh, in my in my nighttime, just squeezing almonds filling mason jars with milk for your husband and i'm out there late putting up a sweat um and you know it's when i can't have my shirt off and apply my creams because there's no one really around Uh except for the security but they know what's going on and i'm i'm really getting after it i'm squeezing i'm pulling and i'm filling jars with nut milk and it's all for your husband lance oh i think i've seen you out there a labor of love oh i bet that's cool to look at with your rash all over your front oh and it'll get on my back it'll spread Oh, the Nickelback? The Nickelback, yeah, the Nickelback. It's the most dangerous of the nickel rashes because it's so rare, and they so rarely see it. I think Christ specifically put the passion for snacks on your heart. I really do, because it's just another thing that sets Twin Hills apart, that when you come here, there's going to be a bowl of Chex Mix in the middle of the table in the um, atrium by the food court. You know what I mean? And it's just those things that just show that we are above and beyond. We go the extra mile, and we couldn't do it without you. I'd say you're one of my best friends at Twin Hills, Rusty. I mean, I feel like every time I see you, we got so much to talk about. I feel like we had an instant connection. We've always trusted each other and we both love snacks completely unclear as to why that is but um it's really interesting that you're so passionate about it it was really cool rusty um uh he did all the snacks for the um afterthought women's conference yeah and i just thought you you use such good judgment you know how i'm like how does this guy he's a fella how does he know what the ladies like to snack on so well but you nailed it you know it was when you really broke it down it was easy i i cut up some fruit um, I, I know you gals love your Capri Sun. There was Capri oh, Sun there to yeah. drink. There was, I mean, a, I emptied all the Activia yogurt into the fountain. Yeah. And so you could that really just awesome. go get the fountain. And the one thing I will apologize for is there was a big dent and a huge amount of Luna bars missing. And I won't say who who took them but he's it wasn't me and it wasn't you and it wasn't the ladies yeah and and i love a luna bar not only because they have the estrogen but also i think they have the stuff to give us lustrous hair Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they taste like a candy bar let's be honest Mm -hmm. they really do they really do and some people eat too much of them now tell me if this is way too personal of a question rusty but do you have a favorite snack you know i had an uncle that used to raise chickens 
And he used to say that if you draw a line in the dirt and you spin a chicken around by it, hold its feet, you spin it around in three circles, and you lay it down and you put its beak on that line, that all the chicken will do is just stare at that line until you kick the chicken in the head. And right now what I'm, and basically what he's saying is the chicken was obsessed with the line once you spin him around. And it just kind of seems like this one time I asked for a lunar bar because I was, I'd done like a three-day workout and I was really hungry. That you just became so obsessed with that and you just got spun around like some chicken and you're like staring at the line going like line, 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 lunar, 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 lunar. And you just can't come off it. So I'm just saying, just come off it because I don't even like them. I guess it's- and I'm about to kick you, and I'm about to kick the chicken in the head if if you don't come off it. I'm just, I mean, you're not, you're not strong clearly. So I'm just saying, you know, just knock it off. Jeez. pray for you i mean i guess my answer would be chicken nuggets what a psycho rusty cabinets was played by jesse kubinay oh i love him he's a producer for jimmy kimmel live who can be heard weekly co-hosting the kevin turner podcast available on the iHeartRadio app follow him at jesse kubinay i'm holly laurent playing hallie labonte and gray house was played by greg hess follow us and mega the podcast on twitter and instagram and if you really want to get out of hell free card support us on patreon the link is in the show notes At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.